Jenna Cordes and Kevin Sullivan here, and you're listening to Two Broke Gays. Would you, did, you think, did you think that was too much? Okay, uh, you're listening to Two Broke Gays, the podcast where you can follow your two favorite queer comics as they navigate Hollywood and their inevitable rise to the top. Rise to the top. So, we've got so much exciting news for you guys today. Um, looks like there's a little bit of an issue here. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah. We, we've got very exciting news for you guys today. Um, our three mini episodes are up and running on SoundCloud and on iTunes. So if you have missed our live episodes or you know someone who has missed them or you want to listen to them while you're, I don't know, doing your at-home safe activities, um, yeah, they're ready to go now. And this one will be up later today. Later today, you say? That's what I say. (laughs) Gay. (laughs) Hey. So, um, let's go to our first segment. I'm ready. Do you want to announce it? What happened to the other one? Uh, that we're allowed to play for only 0.2 seconds. Oh, well, this is, we're just doing Queers in Quarantine now. We oh, have to Queers do... I just always want to jump right to Brittany. So, why don't we do, why don't we do our announcements, though? So, we have the podcast up, and why don't you plug your show for the listeners? Okay, so today I have a show at 6.30 p.m. It's almost sold out. It is through Zoom. Um, I, they have a cap at 70 audience members, and they're at 50-something. So tickets are $5, and for healthcare or essential workers, it is free. So just follow the instructions. I've posted it in my Instagram story. Um, for you guys that are going to be listening to this on iTunes later, uh, sorry, you missed it. <laughs> All right, so give us the update. Queers in quarantine. How's it going in Ventura? Um, a little stressful. I had a little stress this week. I my um, I'm at my mom's house, and the landlords live like diagonal across the street, and uh, they're not technically allowed to have dogs, but obviously I have my dog here. So I've been like having to hide her in the back rooms with me and be on like full control, but like. Animals make quarantine so much better. I know. It's really tough. So you're going to, what are you going to do? Um, well, as most of you know, I share with my ex uh, custody. So I talked to him and I was, I was like, I can keep hiding her here forever. But we're meeting in Anaheim on Sunday and he's going to take her for the rest of quarantine. Mm. That's I know, sad. so sad. I'm sorry, that sucks. It's okay. Um, So, a little bit of action over there at the the house today? A little busy? Yeah, like really busy. Um, It's it's tough because the people that listen to this on iTunes are going to be able to see my dog. Aww, well, put her up. Hi, Frankie. We're going to miss you. I know, I will miss her, and my little sister is already, like, sad about it. Ugh, devastating. Anyway, um, that's me for Queers in Quarantine. How about it for you? Um, Queers in Quarantine over here, I am fortunate enough to be working, and I'm still working. I've been just working a lot this week, um, 
But if anyone is following like TV development cycles or anything like that, it doesn't sound like um, it doesn't sound like any of the engines are stopping as far as development and prepping shows. So I think that's kind of an encouraging thing for anyone in the entertainment industry. Obviously, many people have lost their jobs, which is horrible and upsetting. But it seems like that, um, people are still planning. People are still planning on making stuff. But do you think that production is going to be geared more towards animation film? Like, do you think there's going to be a lot more animated films? Because I have that feeling. I think that since that's one of the things that's a little bit easier to do remote, um, that there might be like a, a jump up of that. But uh, most of the calls that I've been on this week, people are still planning like in-person um, filming content, you know, that will need multiple actors and stuff. Yeah. So the the view the viewpoint we'll have over have a thousand people like even talk shows like everything's gonna be kind of like culted in it or morphed. I think indie films are going to for sure like take over. Yeah, more short. Which thank God. <laughs> well, that's uh yeah that that'll be good. So I've just been working a lot this week and um, time has lost all meaning so I feel like we've been doing this forever and yet every day I'm like how did the day go by so quickly so that's kind of where I'm at um, my um, the funniest thing <laughs> every morning when I dump the recycling in the trash and it's just like cans and bottles <laughs> like all the alcohol we consume I feel like it's our neighbors like alarm they're like oh the Sullivan's are up time to get up well, I don't worry, your like neighbor. I was gonna, up. I was gonna say your neighbors are probably well awake at two thirty. <laughs> probably. Well, do you want to go to Benji? Yes. Okay, hold please. <laughs> Gotta cut it off. <laughs> That's okay. It kind of cut out, so I feel like we got more time with. That's what concerns me, though, because that's what's going to flag the podcast. <laughs> bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. I can't sing, or else I would sing it, and then we'd still get flagged. Yeah, I mean, because okay, so this go segment ahead. is called "It's Bingey, Bitch," where Tell we talk about the episodes or TV shows and/or movies we've been binging. Um, you go first this week. Oh wow! Okay, um, it's Bingey, Bitch. I did think about this beforehand, but I have mostly been binging our podcast because I had to re-listen to it, re-edit it to put it on Spotify or iTunes if you're just logging on. Sounds like a great listen to me. Yeah, uh, it was really fun to go through it again. I made it a little bit more listener-friendly, so there's not as many like, uh, what, am I on the internet? Or Where's your face? You know, I cut all that stuff out. Um, so I've mostly been binging us, but I've also been listening to um, the CBC podcast called Uncovered, and it's where they dig into like crime issues. And I've been listening to the Escaping Nexium, which is what my upcoming podcast is going to oh, be yeah. about. The cult pod. The cult podcast. So I've been doing a lot of research, but it's kind of sad research. Like I don't want to hear yeah. a very terrible things happened in that cult. So you know I got to cut it with like some comedy or some you know light TV, a couple episodes of Veep here and there. Um, but my binge is not very like everybody do this this week, except for I am really excited that yesterday um, what we do in the shadows came back on FX. Never heard of it. So it's based. It's a TV show based around the movie. I believe the movie was directed by Taika Waikiki, I believe, um, and it's 
just a really it's a really good TV show. I think it's really funny. It's about vampire vampires. Magic. It's uh it's humor. Okay. Vampires. It's, it's humor, but it's vampires. So I think you could get into it because there's like elements of magic and a little bit of horror, but it's also really funny. Okay, perfect. Great, I'm in. Um, okay. What's your it's bingey bitch? Out of the shadows. I'm gonna look that up. My um bam 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 bam. That's not the song. It's bingey bitch is um SpongeBob. What? SpongeBob? No, I heard you, but what? Okay, say more. How did you come to be in in a, a SpongeBob Honestly, binge? I'm not really binging it, but I watched the SpongeBob movie. Okay. Last night, which um, I know you're a super movie buff, but like <laughs> my sister Kristen was so confused as to like me, like I've never seen the SpongeBob movie. I don't know if anyone has seen the SpongeBob movie. Definitely um, not. It is. There are so many like innuendos and undertones in that. It's like the writers are for sure gay men. Like there was a um, like this biker bar, and it was called the Thug Tug. Uh. uh yeah, and like don't even get me started on the chum bucket. Like <laughs> I just Patrick Star comes in naked. Like it's just there's so many levels of. Anyway, it was it was pretty funny. I think there's better episodes. So it seemed like um, you could view it through a clear lens. I mean, a queer lens, excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I haven't been bin- The only other binge I'm doing right now is video games. Like, I'm binging video games. What's your big game? Um, Apex Legends. It's like a free shooter game. Um, and then Overwatch. And? It's like a- Overwatch is like a crazy old it's not crazy old but like it's an older game a lot of people don't like it because it's like characters and everyone has special abilities which of course i love (laughs) yeah that's it it's my binge wow okay we're just racing through material today i know i need to come up with two shows next week i'm gonna binge more i i actually haven't been watching as much tv as i thought i was going to be watching yeah like i've filled my times with other things and video games have taken over and also, like, I don't feel like there's that many, there's many great shows don't out you there dare. I watch. Don't you dare say that. There's so many I good really, shows we need to be catching up on. We need to be contenting, especially with fellowships right around the corner. Did you watch Ozark? No. Everyone's been talking about Ozark and Unauthorized and what's the other one? There's one on HBO, High Maintenance. Oh yeah, everyone's been talking I've about it. I've heard a lot about it, but I I, I think that's like on day. that might be on like fourth or fifth season though, I think. Is that that's not new, uh, is it? Well I like that. When I see ten seasons, I'm like, hell yeah. Oh my god, that's the opposite of me. I'm like, okay. I see one season and I'm like, ugh, what am I gonna do? Really? Yeah. Really, I need really. To see 10, ten to twenty seasons. Um, I have a pretty good cringe today and it requi- <clears throat> it requires like reading and an article. So do you want to maybe go to It's Cringy? Yeah. Do you have a good cringe? I have a pretty good cringe. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's time for It's Cringy, bitch, where we discuss the most eh and 
ah, things that people are doing all around the world and internet. Kevin, you want to kick us off for this one? I'm trying to remember what my cringe was from last week. Um, I don't remember actually because last week's episode was uh, accidentally deleted. So. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, I have a cringe. I think I, I think I actually didn't get a chance to talk about this cringe, and then afterwards I was like, "Why didn't I talk about this cringe?" But it's still cringing me. Say it. Um, Say cringe eight uh, more times, and then I'll be satisfied. Cringe, 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 cringe. Thank you. Drink every time I say cringe. Did you just look to an audience, or are you alone? Am I just playing by myself? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> water. Okay, so it's it was the phone call FaceTime between Justin Bieber and Kendall Jenner. Ah, uh, yes. I'm sorry. What? He goes, I think it's important. Sorry about that. There you are. Continue. Um, I just think it's important that we take a moment to remember that there's people, like, in shitty situations. And Haley Bieber's just in the back, like, eh. Then he goes on to say, but I think they, poor people, they also know that, like, we worked really hard for what we have. Again, Haley Bieber's in the back. Like, uh, and then he's like, and it's sad, but, like, you know, we worked really hard for the things we have and deserve or whatever. But, yeah, I just think it's really important that we take time to acknowledge that. I agree. And Kendall goes, I think about it all the time. <laughs> I you agree it's really cringe. I agree it's really cringe because it wasn't followed with any sort of actionable items or this is what you can do, da-da-da-da-da. But um, I, uh, I do appreciate the nod. Because I feel that there are several celebrities on social media who just think we're in the same boat. Kendall, hey, it's 12.02. You know, for the next 10 seconds, we think about poor people. (laughs) And we're done. I think that's important that we did that. We did it, folks. Oh, God, I feel better already. Uh, Hold on. My um, servant's here with lunch. Like, ew. Yeah. It's... It's a lot. Just celebrities are just cringy. I'm going to just cringe out on a celebrity probably once a week because they don't know how to shut the fuck up. We're not in this together. If we're in this together, we would be together in your big old house swimming in your pool. But we're not. Oh, you're about to go off then with the article I'm about to read. Oh, shit. It's not actually a celebrity, though, but it's someone who has, I think, an extremely privileged, very snooty opinion. Are you ready for the title of this article released in the Los Angeles Times about 10 hours ago? Oh, yes. It's called, Enough with the work from home sweatpants. Dress like the adult you're getting paid to be. So I want you to really let that hit you for a second. I wanted to read you, it's by Adam Shorn, uh, the deputy fashion editor. I wanted to read you uh, just a couple of, a couple of, like, pull quotes from this. And then I wanted to talk to you about the most amazing comment section that I have ever read, maybe in my entire life, since the Imagine video. Yeah, that comment section. Okay, so he starts it off. I've waited, watched, and bit my tongue during the last month of the pandemic-induced work-from-home era, but I just can't take it anymore. Please, can we all put away those sweatpants? 
Oh, wait, I'm getting a lot of noise from your side. I, can't, I don't even know how to mute me myself on oh, your, Okay. Sorry. Um, please, can we all put away those sweatpants, ratty gray, decades-old collegiate sweatshirts, and obscure minor league baseball caps and start our work days looking like we deserve the paychecks we're lucky enough to be earning while the world around us burns? Especially for the love of all that's holy if there's a group video conference involved. Initial reaction, please. Initial reaction is, like, I was cringing at first, and now I'm actually, like, kind of on this side. <gasps> really? Like, honestly, if I had a, if I had a job, <laughs> and there was, like, a Zoom conference call, and people were in, all in sweats, I would feel like I, I'm like, what, are we working at a, like, a co-op, or, like, I just... I really couldn't be more opposed. Um, He's a fashion editor. But okay, also. there's you also have only heard the opening paragraph. You're gonna have to send me this article. He goes on to uh, he goes on to criticize. Uh, well, okay, so here's a part where he says, "My personal sense of style." This had me laughing. My personal sense of style falls somewhere between Vermont rural casual and rest, West Coast preppy. But after the 13 years of writing runway reviews for this paper, even I can tell when someone needs to switch it up. So he goes on to point out, uh, you know, he says it all comes down to the ritual of getting dressed, the respect of the people you're talking to, and the reality of the situation that we will all go back to work. But he mentioned some things in the article like even putting on shoes. Uh, Twitter had a field day with that one. He said... <laughs> I but honestly, I have been like, cause I'm wearing jeans right now. I dress in an out like an outfit, like an outfit that I would go out in for this. Oh my god, no! See, no. <laughs> what are those goody goody gumdrops? Those are these are my gun gumdrop pants. But it's like, oh my god, I'm business no. on top. You would never know. I put on like tight underwear and skinny jeans for this. So, so, like, I'm kind of with him. Like, I think people should be getting dressed for work, like, at least a conference call and look like, you know, you got ready for it. So the... But no, I don't think if you're working from home and you're on face, like, and you don't have any calls, you should have to get dr dressed. Well, it, it the tone is very privileged, very the cheeky. The tone is so very condescending. Like, you're a fashion editor, dude. Like, also, um, a picture of him. So, unfortunately for him... The article included a picture of him where he's wearing a straw hat and a striped button-up long sleeve. So the comments have been just lit. They've been like... Do you think he was being... It was satire? No, it's not. Because even in the comments, people are like, oh, I thought when I continued to read, this would be like a joke or something. But the comments have been so good. They've been like, yeah, sorry, I'm not a, a riverboat blackjack dealer like you. Like, <laughs> hilarious stuff. Um, but mostly they're critiquing the fact that, like, the article is tearing people down during a time when that's not really necessary. But he, had, he needs something to talk about. He's not going to fashion shows or runway or he has no, like, celebrity, like, snapshots. Like, the only thing this fucker can talk about is people on Zoom calls and he's not getting the fashion he needs from them. But guess what, bitch? 
work at Vogue that you're working <laughs> at what Times? Where does it work? The Los Angeles Times. Okay, so wait uh, though. You're working at LA Times. There was to work at Harper's Bazaar. There was life. there was one section that did make me laugh. I disagreed with most of it. He critiqued uh, Chris Cuomo, um, who was recovering from COVID nineteen, and went on the news with a, a casual shirt. It's like he had COVID. Can we give him like a minute? Uh, that's rude. Um. And then, but he did say, uh, this made me laugh just a little. Must we suffer the indignity of knowing which of our coworkers prefers to plot around the house in a fishing vest? What is seen cannot be unseen, and someday you'll all be back together, clustered in a conference room, and everyone there will know exactly what you're changing into when you get home. That made me laugh a little bit. But the rest of the article, I was like, this is so bitchy. He even came for Anna Wintour. Because she posted a picture of her in her study with, like, red sweatpants on. I still think she looks really cute, but he was like, this has got to stop. Like, it just started. Like, calm down. It's not (laughs) like we're, like, six months deep into this and people are still, like, not getting dressed. Yeah. But I don't have human pants on. That's true. I mean, these are human pants, but they're candy pants. And a third. I am... Yeah, I'm wearing black skinny jeans, and I also wanted to get dressed up because I had stuff to do, and I have a stand-up show, and I think I'm not going to do stand-up in sweats. It won't feel real or right. So. Yeah, that's a good point. If I if you had, you know, something like that, but I could tell you I have black skinny jeans on, too, and, you know, what would you do about it? What would I do? Okay. Do we have any it's time to go to the question liaison, Dustin Beckelman. Sorry, Dustin David, stage name. Dust. <laughs> Dust. Hi. Hi. Question time. Question. Oh, and don't forget the jokes either. We got to do the jokes. Malone, shh, stop jangling. Um. Oh, we've got a question from our favorite listener, Megan McGowan. It looks uh, like we just got a couple new questions in there, too. It sure does. <laughs> uh, I feel like you both might love the classic cult dream, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. On a group I'm obsessed. Sorry, Michelle Gallery, kidding me? Did you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? So just to repeat the question for the listeners... Megan McGowan thinks that we would both really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer if we haven't watched it. Kevin? Um, I've watched every single episode. I'm really here for Willow's journey. I actually haven't watched Buffy. And to say that you were into girls at some point. Well, it's like my mom wouldn't let me when it came out because I was like, she thought it was too scary. Oh my god, and then when Angel comes into the into play, oof. Angel was like a spin-off series too, right? And then he got his own spin-off, yeah. Um, well, I might try to get into it, maybe watch an episode. Megan's been raving. So. Sorry, there's a lot of yelling. That's okay. Full house over there. Alright, so do we have another question? Uh, yeah, something with a question mark. Someone named Doing It My Way Always? Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is the cucumber emoji question mark. The next question is the eggplant emoji question mark. Kevin, anything you want to weigh in on the eggplant or the cucumber? Um, 
mean, to that, I guess I just say peach, question mark, you know? Cucumber, eggplant, both great emojis. Um, I prefer the eggplant emoji because the cucumber one's, like, half sliced off. Ew, <laughs> nobody wants that. Thank you, Dustin. I think that means cut. I don't know. Ew. Um, Is that what that means? Maybe, like, cut and uncut? I never knew that. I don't know. Is this what learning looks like? On the circle, somebody used uh, a chili pepper. But the girl who received it said, does that mean it's tiny and orange? (laughs) Okay, so last segment. There's a short one there. Uh, Yeah, little boop boop. This segment is called... It ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. Um, do you have a joke? I think I changed the segment name every week. <laughs> um, I do. Hit me with I it. I haven't formulated it enough yet, but I have it. Um, uh, I'm going to be doing it in my show tonight. And basically, it's going to be um, just been doing some quarantine cleaning. I have now gotten rid of all the forks in my house and replaced them with shovels. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, mine's a knock knock. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? $1,200 is not two, 10 weeks. God, $1, why am I. $1,200 is s- not 10 weeks, too. <laughs> I'm so bad at this segment. Last week, remember when I stumbled over my punchline and was like, did it social distance? Why did it can't cross the road? So wait, is that the joke? Yeah. Okay, I have one. Knock, knock. Who's there? $1,200. $1,200 who? Like, what the fuck is that going to do for anyone in LA? <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently, this just in, we're able to live on it for 10 weeks. So I guess that means my rent is $100 now. Oh my god, perfect. I'll let my landlord know. <laughs> Let him know. All right, perfect timing. Um, that was fun. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Um, and as always, you've been listening to Two, Two Broke, Broke Gays.